he's such a bitch. For real. Smurda. <laughs> In a world where, where two niggas take three episodes to do the 50 and Ja Rule beef. We're getting it off now. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Well, well, well. We're here after many months, many moons, many of Fortnite's. I hate that game. But we're finally here. All roads lead to 50 and Ja. Although we've come to the end of the road. Murder. Man. He got they got murdered. They got murdered. Yeah, with one song. He destroyed a whole career, damn near a whole label, with one song. Yeah, that shit did start. One song. That nigga should be called One Song instead of 50 Cent. That shit, that, that one song did shake up their whole establishment. And everything was just all downhill from there. Like, for real. The only thing that really kept them, not even above water, but like, right at the rim below water was Lloyd and you know his R&B shit and Shanti yeah but then we will talk about her too. in a little bit yeah she fell too cause of murder we will talk about yeah, her yeah we will we will talk about that man poor Shanti but yes let's let's talk about young Curtis Jackson aka 50 Cent so everybody knows 50 Cent everybody knows how 50 Cent started or but for those who are uneducated or who does not know I will just give you a quick glance or a summary of, you know, the shit. 50, you know, Jamaican Queens, you know, Bronx, whatever, wherever. You know that general area. That is where he was born and raised. And, of course, everybody knows he was shot nine times. Not talking about that. We're talking about what actually started his career. What propelled his career. And it's a little song called How to Rob. This song was so fuck it's the song I, sh- I I showed you when I when I told you they had to change that Mariah, Mariah line. shit yeah. yeah yeah it was that song that song started his career everybody he well first off he dissed damn near everybody that was popping in the game back then you wanna know what's crazy I didn't hear I when it dropped back then I didn't hear it of course not we were nine yeah but the first time but the first time I've ever heard it was when you played it for me and I thought I thought um, it was new no, not even that. I thought the song uh, "Life's on the Line." I thought that song was his first song that he like put out. Oh no no no! Yeah. That was his first. His song, "The Job," probably. Oh yeah, you know yeah, the, yeah, that was a song that like really like you know not got him out there, but really like he just put the arrow and murder him. But yeah, that he really like he was calling out all types of people in. 1999, like Jay-Z, Mace, DMX. Mace, who he ended up signing to G-Unit. Y'all fucking remember that? I know everybody remember that shit. Because all, all the real 50 fans were very perplexed by this. I forgot that he signed to 
like he signed Mace. Not not for the fact that he signed Mace. Like nigga, you dissed that nigga Mace and how to rob. But I mean, it wasn't technically this. He was just fucking around. Man. Oh my god. But yeah, like he was he he was dissing a lot of motherfuckers like that. And then like while he was coming up, he was like like but compared to Ja, like Ja was already like making a name. He he was already out there back then. Like compared to Ja Rule, Fifty was nobody then. Like nobody fifty who at that point (laughs) in the start off. Like nobody technically still knows when or what actually started to be. Some people say, "Oh, Jaws like, oh yeah, Fifty disrespect me," and Fifty's like, "That nigga's just mad I didn't show him no love when I started getting popping and some shit." It's it's crazy, but uh, apparently in 1999, Jaru was robbed at gunpoint for his chain in Southside, Jamaica, Queens. 50 Cent alleges the jaw rule witnessing him hanging in the club with the culprit weeks after the incident sparked the bad blood between them. So, niggas is like, oh, if niggas is wondering, this is off of a double XL article case. You know, I can't give y'all all the facts off the top of my head because then I'd sound stupid. But this is what some people say started this shit. Jaw getting robbed and then 50 supposedly kicking it with the niggas that robbed him weeks later and shit like that. Shit is crazy. <laughs> That's what started this shit out where it changed. Like, bro, if you was really mad and you was really about that life, you would just go shoot the nigga. I mean, I, some people say he didn't do that shit, but this nigga 50 was wearing the chain that night not that night but in in the life's on the line video he wore jaru chain you know that cross that was they said yeah it's supposed to be that chain and now like thinking back on it look like the video the life's on the line yeah i think he did that That Life on the Line song came out. Um, we was like in what middle school, right? Mm. When he released the first version of it, okay, oh, he, it was, was in 1999. Version. Okay, so, but like yeah. uh, when he first dropped the song, it was 1999, and then you know, we got to middle school, and then he dropped Get Rich or Die Trying, mm-hmm. put that shit back on the album mm-hmm. with a whole lot of other diss songs. Oh my god, yeah, it says right here when it was. Oh yeah, it says, and it was in October, right? 1999. Dang, October 1999. 50 released Life on the Line, a single from his <laughs> Shell debut album. What power of the? Oh, power oh, of the dollar. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was like his little. It EP. was supposed to be his first like, first oh, album. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And a blatant disrecord, this record directed towards Ja Rule murder. Duh. <laughs> Yeah, cause the, the chorus was just so was just so hidden. I don't believe you, murder. Fuck around and leave you, murder. <laughs> For real, Fifty's mockery of his label signature. Murder, murder, your life's on the line. I was like, oh shit, hold on, this shit is amazing. Oh, like speaking of devil, he the video is right under it. Wow, there go that chain. <laughs> oh damn, man. 
Oh shit, that shit was crazy. I still listen to Get Richard on Train. Yeah, I think I think uh that song, Life's in the Line, and uh number 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 eight, if I can't, uh, I think those, those are the me. Those are the two songs on that album that really like it, it scratches up, it fucks up, it skips. Cause I played them so much. Oh yeah, you not like me is my shit too. You're not like me. That's your used to go to. You're not like me, homie. Nah, nah, you're not like me. <laughs> Man. Yeah. That shit used to Oh, apparently, 50 Cent and Ja Rule fight in Atlanta following a release of Life Online. <laughs> 50 Cent and Ja Rule bumped heads while at the Atlanta nightclub, which the two were booked to perform. They got into a heated argument that turned into a physical altercation during which the two rappers' necklaces popped. A member of 50's crew recovered Ja's pendant, according to Fifth, and a deal was brokered for Ja Rule to receive his pendant back to exchange for a Malvado watch. Uh, a claim that Ja Rule vehemently denies. That sounds like some shit his punk ass would deny, nigga. Yeah, because he know he did that shit, so this nigga 50 got his shit and then had the, and then had the nerve to say, Okay, in order you to get your shit back, you gotta buy me this shit. Ja Rule probably was like, all right, I'll do it, murder. <laughs> like, nigga, if you don't at least try to whoop 50 cent ass, nigga, nigga. vitamin water, just, just, you know. That nigga got shot nine times. Ain't nobody whooping that nigga. That nigga got shot nine times. <laughs> that nigga's the black Superman. It was a, it was a meme out that said, I see why it is. 50 cent got shot nine times. Oh, oh ignorant oh, ass nigga. That's fucked up. But still understandable. It is understandable. It is understandable, but still. Mm-mm. 50 gets stabbed at a hit factory. Yeah, I didn't know this shit. I did not know this. So the G-Unit crew and the Murder Inc. crew, let's just say, let's just go on record by saying this right now. The G-Unit crew was way more rowdy and rugged than uh, the Murder Inc. group. Of course, nigga. Niggas wasn't in middle school making up G-Unit. <laughs> I mean, Murder Inc. clicks, nigga. I got a joke, bro. And I know everybody got tired of uh, when Lloyd uh, had that song come out. But just imagine, okay, you got G-Unit and then you got Murder Inc. and they all they all about to squab. And then right before they really about to like get down like on some Captain America Civil War type shit, you know, you just got Lloyd running in the middle and be like, stop. <laughs> God, I'm gonna have to edit down this fucking part. Cause that shit was so fucking funny. Just imagine if they was all superheroes, like like how, okay, yeah, I'm putting like Captain America Civil War cause I just seen it. So like how oh. Iron Man and Black Widow, they was, let's just say that's the, uh, that's the Murder Inc. side. Because Captain America is for sure like the genius side. I'm sorry. It's Captain America. So you got Captain America. You got Ant-Man. You know everybody. And then let's just say you got... Uh, we got Marvel Superhero. Because they're all great. No, it's my But what if... Huh, what, okay, I'm going to throw a screw in there. What if like... What if... It was uh, Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. He just did it, and he did the Lloyd thing, like, stop, wait a minute. 
That shit would be funny as that shit would fuck. Be hilarious. Quick side note, we need to make a part two to the Marvel episode because there has literally been a ton of info since that shit, uh, since D3, D23 was uh, like last week or whatever. And remember that link I sent you of uh, Peggy Carter yeah. as Captain America? Yeah. With the nigga. British shield? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Peggy sexy ass Carter. But yeah, back back to back to this shit. Oh shit! And then Fifty releases Wankster. Now let me say, let that me tell you about shit. that song. I understand that was the one song that like you know really got him over the top. Yeah. Me personally, I didn't. That's the only song on Get Richard I Trying that I don't like. I mean, it was all right. I still. Really it don't. wasn't. It wasn't one of those. It wasn't his best flow. Or yeah. It wasn't only, nothing to be. Oh, this a banger, nigga. The only part I honestly like in the song is the, the beginning of the second verse. Like, damn, homie, high school. You was a man, homie. The what the fuck, fuck happened to you? Everybody but liked that part. When I was in middle school, bro, the homie used to always like walk up to certain girls. He'd be like, damn, homie. In elementary, you was a man, homie. The fuck happened to you? I used to be like, bro. That's the only like that's the only part of the song I like that I really don't. That's like even to this day I I skip that shit. I don't know. I've always like felt that shit. Like that shit, right? He's a wankster. That's just (laughs) you want to know what that is? That song right there. Okay, the Fifty Cent Theory. Because when I yeah remember okay back then when I said um, in the song in the club. I thought he said they like me. I want them to love me like they love Pac. Talking about the white folk. Oh. But it was really Pac. Yeah. I still think, personally. Now, listen. I still think it's Pac. Now, let me tell you why. Because Wankster is just a white version of saying nigga. Because when that song came out, now all of a sudden white people are like, oh, you're just a Wankster. Bitch, shut up. I I'm just pretty didn't sure excuse. they stole that shit from 50. Yeah, but that's just an excuse for them to say nigga. Fuck out of here. That's what that. That's what that is. White. The the word wankster. Air quotes. Air yeah, quotes, air quotes. Air quotes. Yeah, because I'm not from the East Coast, but I just feel like wankster ain't a word. That's like a East Coast word. For me. I don't feel like that's like. I don't feel like that's a threatening. You can't use that in a sentence and it sounds threatening. That sounds like a white version. I'll beat nigga. your old wankster ass up, nigga. Like, On crip. Like what? That don't, that don't sound threatening. Yeah, really. No, I'll just hop right on the bus and be like, okay, the 210 coming out. And I do not gain bang for those. I was just playing character. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that really didn't feel... I didn't even feel intimidating saying it. Yeah, Wankston? Nah, that's... Sound good. No offense. But, hey, Wankston But the well. song, But the song, you know, the song got over. People was playing it, you know. Yeah, it was playing the fuck out of it. It peaked at number 13 on the Billboard Top Hot 100. And you know what? For him to be an East Coast person, he got a lot of West Coast love. A lot of West Coast love. Like, a lot of a lot of the East Coast, they may get their songs played on the West Coast, and then after a while, you don't hear them no more. But, like, the like, the main people who really got good, like, from the East Coast that get West Coast love, besides 50s, like, you know, uh, Wiz, uh, Cole, yeah. yeah, you know they get a lot of good like West Coast, West Coast love, and Fifty, he had a lot of West Coast love from you know when he dropped Wankster all the way to fucking 
until he dropped the massacre, which massacred his career. Okay, that album was okay. It wasn't better exactly. than Richard Dartron. Exactly. It, that album hype, was just okay. The hype was the hype for that album. I think was was a bit great. Like it was only like four or five songs tops that you could like really just like, it was supposed yeah, to be that called the Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, Valentine's Day Massacre. But I don't know. Like he it changed just, it to the Massacre or some shit because it dropped. I think it dropped after Valentine's Day. Like niggas, so what? Right. So it was around fuck, Valentine's Day. I don't know. I, I just never like. I just like that was always like where he, like man, you could have really. And then I hear this whole like, oh, uh, the reason why the massacre is the way it is was because he gave most of his songs to Game when he was making a documentary. Everybody knows he gave Hater to Love It to Game. Like this is facts. Like these are known facts at this point. Like he gave Hater to Love It to Game. That was supposed to be on a massacre. Oh really? Yeah. But, okay, the songs that he gave the game on a documentary, I mean, some of those songs I don't think 50 would even sound right, you know, rapping. I mean, because I can't, you never know, though. I can't see 50 doing Start From Scratch. Hey, you never know. Originally, you know that song Single by Lil Wayne? Yeah. That beat was for Drake. That was Drake's beat until he literally stole it from him. Oh. Yeah, Drake was sent that shit on there. But yeah, he stole that beat from. So just imagine the Drake version of that shit. Drake, it probably would have been so different. Yeah, so totally different. That's probably that's like how they did brand new. Like you won't even like, you won't even think about. You can't. You can't even think about like it. It would have been like a totally different song. Like if he would have did start from scratch. Or, 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 I'm not saying he wrote that shit for. Game. No, but I mean like But like what if he wise, did? Production wise. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm 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 talking about like at this part I'm talking about like, like the lyrics. Yeah, like what if he did write those lyrics for a game? Probably so. Like, but we all heard three hundred bars of running. I still heard that whole song. Because all he's gonna do is tell you to say G G one more time. I knew that whole fucking song. I remember when they played that whole 16 minute song on the radio. I was like, God damn. 300 balls running. Yeah, that's another topic for another day. Oh, dear Lord. Mm-hmm. How game made itself look like a bitch that whole time. <laughs> oh, I don't want to make another album for 50, so I'm going to just drop all these mixtape systems. What? A wet pace. So, of course, he releases Wangster. Oh, November 2002, Irv Gotti alleged that, alleges, you know, that 50 Cent has signed this order of protection against him and Ja Rule in the aftermath of the brawl at the Head Factory. Mm. You say it's called the Head Factory? Hit Factory. Oh, oh shit, Factory. my bad, y'all. Hit Factory. Hit. Why do I keep sounding like I'm saying head? Hit. Hit. <laughs> hit Factory. But yes, that's. Uh, I don't even. I don't think they think about that shit. It sounds like some shit they would make up to try to, like, you know, make 50 look like a bitch. Yeah, but even if he did do it, he would do it like, just to be an asshole. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't do it, you know, because he's really scared. So, 
damn, so this is why they dropped that song. 50 Cent releases I Smell Pussy right after that. Ah, so then, now that makes sense. So he didn't file it then. Damn, that song was so... I used to love I Smell Pussy. That song was so fucking funny. Because he did, he did, like, he did uh, call out Ja Rule in that episode. I mean, in that song, right? He said, I know he said Jay-Z, Ja, and then I think he said Puff. I think it was those three names that he dropped in that song. Man, there's a lot to this motherfucking beef. So much shit. This beef is like, in what, what, like 19, almost 20 years in the making? Somebody said this beef is old enough to vote now. Wow. And it started in 99, so yeah, they're technically right. Bro, I... You wanna know what's funny? <laughs> just, a, just, just on the side, the other day, um, one of my coworkers was like, yeah, I was born in 1999. And I looked at her, I dropped my jaw, I was like, you wasn't even... I was like, you're not even old enough to give your opinion on if OJ did it or not. And she looked, and I was just like... Not even old enough, but yeah, this this beef has been it like it. Of course, it died down, but it kind of sparked back up when when Jai and Ashanti was uh, going no, no, to no, the no. concert. Nah, I'm gonna tell you when it sparked up. It sparked back up when the Drake and Meek Mill beef popped off. Really? <laughs> no, because these niggas weighed in on that shit. Oh, Ja Rule then. Ja Rule is like, if y'all want to compare Meek versus Drake to Fifty and Ja. I'm gonna need one of these niggas to get shot or stabbed. Oh. And then he was like, all jumps aside, I wanna see those guys. I don't wanna see those guys get hurt. Like, I like both of them. Keep it on wax, but stop comparing it to other beefs. And then this is when 50, you know, he was like, all he did was put up memes. Trust me, he got something just waiting. And like, they, this is what, that's what sparked it. And then it got to that. That show where 50 bought all them damn tickets or whatever. Bro, that nigga brought the whole front row. <laughs> Look at this. January 19th, 2018. Fun hip-hop fact. At 50 Cent is pussy. <laughs> and somebody was like, uh, you sure you want this? You remember what happened last time? Yeah, I do. 50 Cent got beat up, stabbed, and shot. What do you remember? Nigga, your career ending. Wait, what? Y'all was tripping this day. Let's be clear. I'm on my business, but for some reason, 50 Cent keeps my name in his mouth. I think he'd rather have my dick in his mouth. Bitch ass nigga. Tickle booty. What? Wow. Nigga, what? <laughs> he hashtagged it too. Fucked his life up so bad that he just turned gay. Damn. And I like how nobody just talks about that shit. You know, people have said that Ja Rule, you know, likes to batter up. It's like Ja Rule, like, wants 50 Cent to just start roasting him again because like Drake push I'ma let you finish but Loose Change was the one of the most disrespectful diss records of all time hell no 
Oh, this nigga 50 single post this. This is what you get for doing any going to anything with the when this bum is involved. The whole fire festival. Bro, I still, oh my god. I still haven't uh, seen that. It's on Netflix. Nigga, we're ending this podcast right now because you haven't seen that shit. <laughs> what the fuck? That shit was the greatest disaster I have ever seen in my 29 years of existing, dog. Bro, did you did you hear that the uh, the judge Charges because he don't believe he had any, anything to do with it. Like, nigga, Jaru need money. Jaru need all the motherfucking money. Yeah. Okay, like, let we're just gonna weigh in on it. The beef is it's too much for, for it's too much. The beef is too much. I didn't know it was all this shit behind it. Like, I thought it was just some chains, some niggas didn't do this, some niggas said this. Nah, it is a whole bunch of shit. Goddamn. Like, so yeah, we're just gonna weigh in on the parts that we how we feel about the beef and poor poor Shanti poor Shanti bless her heart lord bless her heart them sideburns is what really killing her them poor damn sideburns oh god yeah that's what that's what killing her I mean she's she's a beautiful woman and she has some bangers but you know it's like that's all she that's all she gonna be known for and get paid for is them old ass songs that people be like oh I think I remember that song like no you don't no you don't no you don't shit god damn like I, I feel like her her career would have been way better if she wasn't signed to Murder Inc yeah but I mean, shit. At the time, it wasn't that many labels that you know she could have went to because this is true. You're right. I mean, shit. Back then, it really was only what Def Jam and because uh, pretty much everything that niggas like the only thing that wasn't under Def Jam probably was uh, was YMC and uh, Young Money. It wasn't even probably Young Money. It was still probably Cash Money at that time. Yeah, they you were know, still. Yeah, YMCM was still in the Cash Money. Yeah, they were still Cash Money. So, I mean, back then, it was only, what, Def Jam? Because even, uh, uh, I'm about to say Rock and Rare, not Rock and Rare. Rock, rock and Rare. Yeah, Rock. Yeah, before well, Rockefeller. Rock, yeah, Rockefeller. That was still Def Jam. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you know. That's kind of how, like, on a side note, that's kind of uh, how Young Jeezy and uh, Jay-Z met. Because uh, Jay Z is under Def Jam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he uh, basically, Jay Z, like, basically taught Jeezy, you know, the whole trick to the trade. And basically, like, taught him how to use a checkbook and cash checks and shit. Because he, he straight up said, he was like, I, I don't know what a check is. He was like, I've always had cash. Yeah, trap ass nigga. Yeah, like, yeah. So, he was like, what the fuck is a check? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Jesus! Oh man, oh my bad. But yeah, gosh, man, Fifty just—I mean, like when Fifty had his his incline, he when he like because when he when his career got killed by Kanye, thank God. Um, <clears throat> oh that whole shit, I remember yeah. that. I remember, I, I remember that whole thing too. It's like, come I on. already knew he wasn't gonna stop rapping. I already wasn't gonna stop. 
already knew he wasn't gonna win that that uh that too because kanye was on a high like that graduation album was the greatest and what album was that before i self-destruct huh no it was it was uh that the third album that was called curtis oh yep it was curtis yeah the sub, before I saw the truck, that was after. Oh, okay. that was after Curtis. Yeah, yeah that shit was weak. It <laughs> Kanye Kanye West album sold basically sold twice. So sold over twice. Like damn, that's how bad you. That's how bad you beat the nigga in album sales. Yeah. And then Kanye took the nigga line. Fifty told me go ahead and switch the style up. Oh yeah. I'ma tell you what Banks told me, cuz go ahead and switch the style up. And if they had to let him hate, watch the money pile up. Dang. That shit crazy. That one that one line propelled 50 and then that then that, then when Kanye made the line, you know, he was already propelled, but it kinda like it was like oh shit, yeah. I'm surprised it wasn't like no real beef like that. I think I think that was like a more like a friendly it's like a friendly album sell beat. Like yeah. the whole the Jai and, and Yeah, that was some cent. real shit. That yeah. was some real shit, yeah. That was some real shit. That was some real if I see you on these streets without security, I'ma kill you, nigga. That's some shit. real that was some real power shit. Oh my god. Speaking, speaking of power. Speaking of power, let great me segue. Let me just give y'all this quick little story about a character on the show. So I'm in middle school and my teacher goes, tomorrow we have a guest speaker. Okay, whatever. So tomorrow comes. Coming from lunch. Walk into class and same thing every day. Teacher greets us at the door. He's sitting in the class. She gives a little intro, yada, yada, yada. In the classroom, walks in Lala before her last name was Anthony. And I'm going to bring that back around too. Oh my God. My heart dropped, nigga. I was like, oh my God, this is the day I've been waiting for. Because let me give you a little backstory. When I was a kid, um, it was Lala and Ananda Lewis. They was they used to do uh, entertainment news. So when I was little, I used to tell my mom, like, oh, I got a crush on her, whatever. Never thought in a million years I would meet her. Right. I'm 14 and I met her. Woo-wee. So... She gives this whole little, you know, the whole little guest speaker speech, yada, yada, yada. My ears don't start working until she says, now does anybody have any? And before she can even finish her statement, I stood up with my hand raised, like stood up out of my seat with the hand raised. And I told the whole class, I'm like, I'm going first. And if anybody interrupt me, I catch, we, we just catching the fade after class. Like that's, that's, that's just, that's just off top. So I look at her with a dead face and I go, <clears throat> now I know you and Carmelo are dating. That's fine. But will you marry me? Bro, oh yeah. I was, oh, serious face, bro. <laughs> serious face. Serious face, bro. I asked her, I was like, will you marry me? Now, she didn't say yes, but she didn't say no either. Now listen, bro, listen, this is a true story now. That just begs the question I, the question that I want to know, because maybe like two, maybe like two or three weeks later, after I asked her to marry me, this nigga asked her to, they got engaged. I was so salty, bro. So hot. 
I was so hot. So the question I want to know is, when she left the classroom that day, actually, I got two questions. When she left the classroom that day, did she just call this nigga up on a random and was like, hey, you need to step your game up. I got middle schoolers proposing to me. <laughs> I can see her ass saying that shit. I, I was dead ass, bro. I can see her saying that. Yeah. Or when he did like get down on one knee and ask her to marry, I wonder did she be I wonder did she think like, you know, some nigga just last week just like a couple weeks ago just asked if I wanted if if they wanted to marry me, like I'm pretty sure you want the the latter to to be the one, huh? Hmm? I'm pretty sure you want the latter one to be the the you want her to to have thought about you weeks later, huh? Mm. Yeah, you know you do. You know, rather said than to just leave your, the classroom and then call Carmelo like, hey, you need to step it up, or like weeks later when she gets proposed, like, oh, I remember when he proposed to me. Before. Yeah, even if That's she don't you remember want my name. That's you. Yeah. 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 You know what I, I, I what the latter would be? The latter would be if like randomly, like and I know I'll probably never ever in life see her again. But like if I ever seen her again, she'd be like, Weren't you that kid who proposed to me? You goddamn right I was. Yep. <laughs> so I just wanna say this first, before Carmelo proposed. The only reason why he won is because he had a ring. So basically you on that red shit, I did it first. I proposed first. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I post first. Oh, my God. You, hear, you heard it first, folks. <sighs> I propose first. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to uh, wrap that up. This up. This episode up. And uh, this episode was uh, brought to you in part by D's Nuts. <laughs>